Thanks for tuning in to Out of Office. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. I'm your host, Fiona Thomas. I'm a freelance content writer and author. My first book is a mental health memoir called Depression in a Digital Age. My next book, Out of Office, will be published in October 2020. I just want to give a quick shout out to Dingy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. They provide the world's first flexible insurance for freelancers that you can turn on, off, up or down. As well as that, they also help chase unpaid invoices on every policy as standard. As a customer who already uses their services, I'm personally very pleased that they've decided to help me make this podcast a reality. You can find out more about what they do at www.getdingy.com and I've also left their link in the show notes. Hello and welcome back to the Out of Office podcast. You are listening to this on the 1st of October, which is publication day, which is very exciting. Um, It means that my book, Out of Office, is now available to buy in print copy everywhere. You can get it on Amazon, you can get it on foils, you can get it on Waterstones, all the good places. Um, I'll leave the link in the show notes if you want to get a copy, but... I'm just feeling really um, overwhelmed and excited and proud of myself for all the work that's gone into this book and with everything that's gone on this year, uh, there's been a lot of delays with publication, Uh, there's been a lot of um, changes to do with how we promote the book, there's been a lot of virtual events, it's just been a really exciting year for me. I feel like I've accomplished a lot, especially considering the restraints that have been in place. Um, and I'm just I'm just so relieved that the book is finally out. Um, I've been working on this book for the best part of two years now, so and I you know I, I finished the actual writing part um, very early this year so for it to have waited this long for it to come out, I'm just so excited for people to finally get their hands on it. Uh, and the reviews that I've had so far have been really kind and generous. So thank you to anyone who has shared out of office on their social media or has written a review on Amazon or said anything nice about it at all. It's so, so appreciated. So I knew I wanted to... Um, pop a, a podcast episode up today but I've just been going back and forth about what to actually speak about because I just wasn't sure what topic would be best to cover for the, the publication day episode and I spoke recently on my Instagram about my mental health history and my previous career um, which was in hospitality and I, I just kind of made a brief reference to it on Instagram at one point and a few people messaged me saying that they didn't know that I used to work in a completely different industry to the one I work in now. They didn't know that I uh, got into freelancing to support my mental health so I just thought that that would be a good episode to have today because I just kind of assumed that everybody knows my history and and my career path but obviously a lot of people have started to follow me and listen to this podcast that maybe don't know anything about my past so I just thought this would be a good opportunity to dig deep into that career journey 
um, and really just explain how I ended up as a freelance writer and a published author because it's been a definitely a squiggly career path uh, which I think can be quite inspiring for people because we can feel that we get pigeonholed in a certain industry or having a certain skill that wouldn't be transferable to another industry um, and I just want to kind of defy that stereotype because I really think that we today more than ever are able to pivot from one career to the next. So Out of Office is my second book. It's all about freelancing. It's a practical guide on how to get started with freelancing, how to figure out if it's the right thing for you. But it's also got a lot for the seasoned freelancer and I have sections on how you can plan for time off and how to increase your rates, how to deal with the mental health pressures of being your own boss. So the idea is that this book will be with you your entire freelance career because you can pick it up no matter what stage you're at. And I had so much fun writing it. It was a lot of work, um, but I just love writing. I love researching and writing. And writing a big project like a book is just so much fun for me. I absolutely love it. And I've always been into writing. When I was a kid, I loved writing stories. I used to use my mum's typewriter to type out little stories. And then eventually graduated to the word processor when I would write stories on that as well. I've always been quite creative, I've always been into art, um, I've always loved reading and I loved English when I was at school. I probably didn't realise how much I did love it because I just found it easy. I just really found it easy to write and to read and to kind of decipher what was going on in books. And I remember doing, I think it was Higher Art, which is like the Scottish version of GCSE. And I remember enjoying the the creative side of painting and drawing, but I remember writing the essay and thinking, God, this is really, really easy because it's all just about finding meaning in art. And I just found writing about stuff like that, I could ramble on and on and on, like I could easily hit the word count. And I just generally liked writing essays, which might sound a bit weird. I also, as well as liking uh, English and art, I also really liked music and I loved singing um, and performing and listening to music. I played a bit of piano and a bit of guitar and when I left school my gut told me to go and study music at university. So that's what I did, even though I was also considering studying English and considering studying art but I decided to go for music because that was where I felt most drawn to at the time. That was what was really a big part of my identity was the music that I listened to and going to gigs, reading NME. I was just really really into music. I felt like that was that was my path so I studied music but when I got to uni, um, I loved the uni experience. I loved having making loads of new friends and going to the pub every night. I did like studying, but I realised that a career in music wasn't wasn't really what I was destined to do. I just wasn't as passionate about it as everyone else on my course. And I finished my degree and then just decided to get a, a job doing anything. And I'd been working in a coffee shop as a student at part-time as a supervisor and when I left uni they offered me an assistant manager job and within six months I was then offered a management role to actually move to Glasgow and run my own store so 
I went, I accepted the job. I was 21 at the time and I was running a store and a team, one of the busiest stores in the, in the company and it was well paid and I had a job title and I thought it was great. I thought I'd really made it and that was that me, I had kind of checked off the career box and that I be proud of myself basically and thought yeah this is cool I've got a job. I've kind of made something of myself but after a few months of being a manager I basically realised uh, that it was really hard work and it was very stressful and that I wasn't really comfortable being a manager. I didn't really like dealing with people, <laughs> I didn't like dealing with customers. I found it really hard to get a team to do the things that I wanted them to do. Like I got on with everybody but I found it really hard to kind of be a boss to people. I just really, really struggled with it. And I worked really long hours, just really didn't prioritise my mental health at all when I was a manager. Eventually left there and worked in another management job in hospitality and essentially worked in hospitality for um, the best part of a decade because I started in hospitality as a 17 year old and I had a worked in management until I was 26 so I had a long um, and quite successful career in the hospitality industry. I was earning a good wage, um, I worked for a good company, I had a job title, in the second job I had an office, um, I was working with big budgets and yeah like looked really good but unfortunately uh, when I was 26 I had a mental breakdown and I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and I was off work for about a year and basically just couldn't go back to that stressful lifestyle of being in a high pressure job, managing a team, um, spinning lots of plates, um, working long hours and just being under a lot of pressure, like some some of which was self, self-imposed pressure and some of it was just, just the nature of the industry. But a lot of people think that that was when I went freelance but actually wasn't. I, after I'd been off work for a year I went back to another job as a waitress and I worked as a waitress until I was 31. So I didn't fully go freelance until I was 31 years old and like I say that was after me working for a decade as a coffee shop manager or working in coffee shops in some sort of capacity. Sometimes I was a waitress and Sometimes um, I was a manager, sometimes I was just in a coffee shop, just making coffees. I worked in a few different places, but I never, have, I have never ever worked in employment as a writer. It's all been done off my own back as a side hustle. So what happened was just after I had my mental breakdown, I started a blog and so between the ages of 26 and 31, so it's like five years, I started a blog and I wrote a lot about mental health. And after a few years of just building up an audience, basically, and building up a, a backlog of blog posts and getting really good at understanding what I wanted to write about and really, I guess, getting really good at the craft of writing... Um, and also starting to build a bit of an audience on social media. I managed to get some paid work through the Metro, 
which is a UK news website and newspaper. So I got some paid work through them and around about that time I also got offered to do some social media work with a small business um, that my husband used to work for. So I had two quite good income streams. Uh, it wasn't enough to to go full time at that point. So I was doing those two things quite consistently and I was also working part time as a waitress. And at this point I'd moved from Glasgow down to Birmingham, which is where me and my husband live now. He got offered a, a really good job down in Birmingham, so we moved. And I was working, like I say, part-time as a waitress and part-time on my side hustle. And I was really lucky that I was able to do that. And it's something that I would advise if you are thinking about going freelance, going, drop into part-time in a day job is a really good way to kind of bridge that gap between working full-time and then making the leap to fully freelance. So I would say try and get your finances in order. So whether it's you've got one recurring client that you know you're going to get like a few hundred quid from every month. Could you do that and then drop a day down at work? Or could you just change your hours at work so that you've maybe got a day where a day during the week where you can just work on your business as opposed to try and squeeze it in at other times? But as I say, I was working... Um, I was working five days as a waitress but I was doing part-time hours so in the mornings and the afternoons I would squeeze in my freelance work and then eventually I was getting so much freelance work so I was getting more social media clients and I was getting more um, publications approaching me and more brands approaching me to write for them and then I asked my part-time job if I could go even more part-time and asked if I could get um, another day off work so then I went down to four days which felt like a huge gift like that was a big big shift just that one day um, it was a Tuesday so I, would, I knew I always had a Tuesday where I could work on my freelance stuff and that was great that like really set me up for the week I could get loads of work done in that one day and that just helped me go from kind of chasing my tail all the time to start thinking, okay, I've got this day now, how can I look for more work? How can I look for more regular work so that I can actually go um, full-time freelance? So I did that for about six months and then I was getting to the point where I was so busy with freelance work that I really, really needed to be working less as a waitress because I was earning more from freelance writing than I was as a waitress but I was very very scared to actually make that leap I didn't feel ready so I asked again could I now drop down to three days a week instead of four um, and my boss um, quite rightly said no that wouldn't work for him and so at that point I had to make a decision because I had loads and loads of freelance work that I just you know writing jobs that I loved and I didn't want to give up um, just to keep this stability of uh, a waitressing job so basically kept going for a little bit and made sure that I had some savings in the bank so I had about three months worth of savings in the bank which is what I would recommend the minimum you have before you make the leap it's really really helpful to have that financial stability behind you so I made sure I had that in the bank and then I left my waitressing job and I went fully freelance and it was super scary but in the same way that having that one day a week to focus on my business I went from that to then having five days a week or seven days if I chose to work at the weekends 
and that just completely shifted uh, my business. It, it gave me so much more time and space to not just work on the jobs that I had coming in, but to actually forward plan and think about what else I was going to do to take the business forward and that's when I started thinking about doing my own products and my own services and really like tweaking my packages so that when people came to my website they could book to work with me and stuff like that so it was just so so helpful to have that extra time and I think that that's why I always always tell people to set aside at least one day a week where they work on forward planning for their business and it's something that I've done this year I've set aside a Monday and a Friday so Tuesday Wednesday Thursday I will take any zoom calls any meetings that I need I'll work on any client stuff I'll teach any courses that I'm teaching but on a Monday and a Friday I work on big picture stuff so whether that's working on my next book proposal or whether it's um doing some calculations to figure out if my prices are right, I'll maybe be planning new courses or planning different packages that I can put up on my website or maybe it's um, doing some marketing so it could be like recording this podcast or working on my Instagram content or working on uh, a launch plan for the next product that I'm going to bring out. Those two days a week are so, so important for the longevity and the sustainability of a business and it's really helped to help me reach bigger goals that I wouldn't have been able to reach if I'd just been focused on having my head down and getting on with the work that I needed to do day to day. Maybe I should talk a bit about how I managed to get book deals in between all that (laughs) because it's fine to say that I went from working in hospitality to being a writer but how does that translate into writing a book well in 2018 sorry in 2017 I saw that my publisher Trigger Publishing uh, were looking for submissions for books and I knew that they were a mental health publisher and I really just thought I would give it a bash I hadn't thought about writing a proposal up until then but it was the fact that they were openly looking for submissions I just thought I'll give it a bash and they had a they had an open day where you could go along and you could meet the team and you could ask questions and they would give you tips on how to submit a proposal so I did that I went along and not many people turned up so I had a really good chance to speak to the team and pitch them Uh, the idea that I had for a book Uh, so I would say if you're thinking about getting started think about what your pitch would be what's your elevator pitch for the book that you want to write and mine was that I wanted to write a book about depression in a digital age and that is the name of my first book it was all about my recovery from mental illness and how technology played a part in that and how the online world was a bit of a sanctuary for me and I built a community on there um, but I also talk about the negative impacts that social media has had on my mental health as well. So I went along to that meeting and just said hello and you know just a bit of networking. I always recommend you do a bit of networking as a freelancer. So I went along, said hello, got on with everyone and submitted a book proposal and a big part of that book proposal was explaining um, that I already had an existing platform online that I had this blog that I had connections to publications that I was regularly writing for publications and also slipped in like my social media followers and stuff like that as well because publishers are always looking for authors who 
have already got an existing platform so even if you think one day you might write a book definitely start building your audience online because that can really seal the deal when you want to pitch a book. So I wrote that book and published it and then a few months later I went back to the publisher and said I'd like to write another book about freelancing and I'd like it to be quite centred around the topic of mental health as well as offering practical tips for people to get started and we went back and forth a bit and kind of tweaked the idea and yeah that's how that's how Out of Office came to be. Again since writing the first book um, I've worked really hard to build um, an audience online you know on Instagram, on Twitter, on this podcast So anything that you can do to build that audience is going to help you if you're looking to publish a book. But yeah, that's that's kind of my journey from from music student to hospitality worker to waitress to book writer with you know a mental breakdown in the middle. So quite a lot has happened, and it's not been. It's not necessarily been planned this way and it's not been a straight line. You know, those graphs that they say, this is, you know, you think success is a, is a straight upward tra- trajectory, but actually it's like a big squiggly line. Yeah, it's been very squiggly. But it just goes to show that going freelance isn't necessarily this far off dream that you that you can't grasp and it might come to you at a time when you least expect it. Um, but it's really got so many benefits. I definitely have found that working for myself has been so creatively rewarding and so fulfilling to know that every month the money that comes into my bank account is earned by me. It's not paid by an employer. So if you're thinking of going freelance or if you are already freelance and you're just looking for a little pep talk or you're looking for some advice on how to manage the mental health aspects of freelancing as well as stuff like putting up your rates or how to sell yourself online, I obviously would love for you to pick up Out of Office called Out of Office, Ditch the 9 to 5 and Be Your Own Boss and it's out today. I hope that you can get your hands on it. If you are listening to this on the 1st of October, then you can still get tickets to the virtual launch event for Out of Office. That takes place tonight and it's going to be hosted by best-selling author Sarah Tasker, who you might know on Instagram as me and Orla. You can grab a ticket to that. The link will be in the show notes for this. Hopefully I will see you there. If not... I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks again to Dingy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and definitely check out their insurance services which are specially designed for freelancers. You can find out more at www.getdingy.com or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Just a quick reminder that my book Out of Office will be available in October 2020. You can follow me on Instagram at Fiona Likes to Blog or visit my website fionalikestoblog.com. If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes and if you don't mind, leave me a review saying how much you love me because I just really like getting compliments. That's all for now. Bye!